0: At what stage do they say, enough tonsils, you've been causing James much misery, out you come.
1: Well, in the UK, uh, it takes quite a bit of convincing to get your tonsils taken out these days. you got to get it several times in a year. Really? Uh, they're actually considering in the non-Scottish NHS, removing it from the services they offer because it just isn't so vital anymore.
0: But surely it ends your tonsillitis if you take them out.
1: Yeah, but it's a dangerous-ish surgery because it's in your throat. Ah. Things, things go wrong there, it's pretty bad. And if infections happen there, it's pretty bad. So, like, the risk-reward situation isn't too high if you just can take antibiotics and be unwell for a couple of weeks. Usually it's one week. I somehow manage to sit about with it for three every time.
0: I mean, they do the same with
1: appendixes as well. Appendices? Well, that just sounds like, yeah, appendices. <laughs> Well, not the book kind.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, but that's... They, they, they wait, like, several times. In fact, no, they, they wait for it to burst, and then they say, oh, we should probably take that out.
1: Well, I don't think you really know that you need it taken out until it bursts. I don't think there's a way to detect it. Oh, it's going to burst next month. Uh, can I get it taken out now? And again, because it's maybe there's a high-risk situation, you don't want to just... Wap them out of everyone. If there's a, if there's a risk out. That people might die. You kind of like just stick the forceps in and pull.
0: But the amount of times that you know, I know people who have had these situations where appendixes have burst. Appendices, even appendices, appendices, and they have nearly died because it's been like, oh, quick! We've only got a limited amount of time before this burst thing inside this person destroys everything. Yeah, and kills them. Exactly, so why can't we just, like, at the start, you know, when you're a couple of years old, just go snip snip, see you later.
1: Maybe because it's not that easy. I've never taken one out. I'll, I'll put it on my bucket list to remove an appendix from someone. You must
0: have played Operation.
1: Ah, yes, Operation. Sorry, I'd forgotten that I've got years' worth of experience as a surgeon <laughs> through, for, through board game. I mean, did you did you touch the sides? That's the important thing. I never zapped the sides. I had a steady hand. <laughs> when I, I don't have one anymore, but I used to have a steady hand.
0: I mean, if we actually did that for real, if surgeons had to do that for real, and every time they touched the sides, they lost, I mean, the NHS would be probably in a worse state than it is at the moment.
1: Which is saying something.
0: <laughs> saying something. Thank you, government. Thank you, Brexit. <laughs> Episode 142. The cease operate, Scotland's least dull podcast, or so they say.
1: Yeah, at least one person says that. I think it's two. I've now, it's now in our
0: bio. I changed our Twitter bio to say oh, Scotland's least our...
1: dull podcast. Nice. Yeah, I'm Colin. And I'm
0: not Colin. Exactly. uh James, that is, for everybody who wants to know <laughs> who Fair James really is.
1: If he couldn't work out what that name was.
0: Even though your picture is a drawing, it's not even you. Yeah, I like it though. Okay, well I do too. It's a very, it's, it's a very attractive drawing. Okay, um, <laughs> this week, welcome to the show, everybody. Seesaw Parade, Twitter, Snapchat, Gmail, Facebook. Do your thing. Uh, we will get to some of your comments later in the show, but we've got a yeah, lot sometime. to actually cram in today. We've got a lot of topics.
1: Yeah. So Colin's in charge of keeping us on track, and then editing out the fluff of
0: steering the seesaw ship. As I so successfully do every other time.
1: Yes, he constantly is a good captain. Do you know, by the way, I'm doing another
0: podcast, except it's like work related.
1: You you are?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm cheating on you.
1: You didn't invite me. You didn't even give me a token invite.
0: No, it was my my manager was like, Colin, you seem like you need some purpose. (laughs) You seem (laughs) like you are listless and uh, lacking (laughs) motivation. Here's a podcast. Do it.
1: What's the podcast about?
0: it's called a week in the wedge oh wow don't oh wow that that's a great title
1: yeah yeah I was I was oh wowing uh so, sorry I didn't express emotion it was it, I was overwhelmingly good definitely <laughs> okay a great title
0: well the stage that that podcast is at is that we're currently in draft two we've done in total now three recordings of the podcast and it's still not been deemed good enough to Well, yeah upload. you' gotta
1: try at least 10 times before you release them that's what we learned
0: yeah that's that is what we i mean i would say it was like a hundred yeah i'd say about a hundred maybe no well maybe that's generous maybe like 60 i think before we kind of really got it yeah maybe just a shame for everyone had to sit through the initial 60 but nonetheless
1: sorry everyone
0: there is another podcast on the go it will be uh, unveiled unleashed ...upon the masses, and at the moment, the running time's about 18, 19 minutes. So actually, half as long as Seatop Parade, but half as fun.
1: Right, and I'm assuming it's just about
0: Glasgow stuff. It is,
1: and it's half as fun because you're not in it. That's exactly why.
0: Yeah, exactly why. I am half
1: the fun of this podcast.
0: Week in the Weege is literally about what has happened in the last week in Glasgow.
1: There's only ever going to be 20 minutes worth of stuff happening in Glasgow.
0: (laughs) That's basically it. Okay, anyway, back to this show, the podcast you're listening to. Thank you, everybody, for for tuning in. We're going to start with the the news that uh, Scotland's former First Minister, Alex Salmond, has been accused of sexual harassment by two women who uh, who have made these accusations that apparently happened back in 2014. Now, uh, the accusations were reported to the Scottish government in January. Mr. Salmond was told in March, and it's only just broken... This past week, the Daily Record broke the story in midweek. Alex Salmond is now taking the Scottish government to court over how they handled the accusations and the allegations. Right, yeah. On top of all that, he's now he's now crowdfunding Cur- his yeah. uh, his mm-hmm. legal costs. Yeah. He's resigned from the SNP. Of course, he is refuting the allegations. James, um, just because it, it it is the the most contentious point, can we just ask? I want, I want to ask you about the crowdfunding. He's
1: asked. Are you you wanting to know how much I
0: contributed? (laughs) I can't imagine you did. 50,000. Okay, well, he'd he'd said a total. Bear in mind, this is the former First Minister of Scotland. He's asking the public to support his legal case. He asked for 50,000 pounds. In less than 24 hours, he's raised
1: 85 grand. And how much of that routes back to Russia? That's the question. (laughs) That's
0: a very good question. James, what do you make of all this?
1: It's a bit embarrassing having like as a situation for a politician of yours to to crowdfund for their legal fees uh, i'm I, i'm can't say i'm surprised when anyone in power is accused of sexual harassment or any kind of misconduct like that it tends to be the case that people in power do bad things and now they're maybe not getting away with it Glad he resigned from the party Let's just let it play out before we make any judgments.
0: Yeah, it's very much a case of innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And that I and that's fair enough.
1: But that's also fully listening to and supporting the people who are accusing.
0: But it's it's just it's such a power play by salmon to be like, hey. I'm going to get my legal costs crowdfunded. Like, forget about the crowdfunding for, you know, Save the Local Community Centre. Forget the the fundraising for that that wee boy who had a terrible accident in America and we need to pay for his (laughs) medical bills. We need to get him back home to Scotland. No, just crowdfund my legal bill so I can fight off sexual harassment claims.
1: How much, like, how, how much money does the actor reckon he... I'm sure that he's got a lot of money.
0: Okay, well, bear in mind, yeah, he wasn't just the top dog for, you know, he was in politics for 40-odd years, got to yeah. the very top job in Scotland. Yeah. And then for the last however many years, besides being an MP until he lost his seat, he's had his own TV show on the Kremlin-run RT. And I can't imagine the Russians give you minimum wage put it that way
1: no especially not if you've got such um history as salmon does so i, I yeah. or his after dinner speaking etc yeah so so he's no
0: he, there's no way he's short of money yeah,
1: it just seems like he just can't even bother paying with his own his own cash so he's going to try and rally the people behind him somehow the,
0: the other the other point i'd like to raise before we move on is the people who have been giving salmon the money mm-hmm. so the average donation is about 25 quid uh-huh. and i don't know if you've read the comments but I would say there's a decent chunk of them which are just like, oh, this is Westminster. The, the West Monster have smeared salmon in their latest attempt to derail Indy 2. Like, what's wrong with people?
1: Yeah, when you've got it in your head that Westminster and the people in power are always to blame for everything, and that the people on your side. Are always angels and good. Yeah. Then you're going to find any reason to bel- to to fa- validate that. So in this case, their angel is being accused of something not good. So they're they're blaming the same people they always do. And that's not to say that I think Westminster are often good, but you no. know, in this case, let's just assume Alex Salmon, like most people in power, is fallible.
0: You're right. It's very much the us versus them. Uh, I would say it's the fringe of the SNP supporter, the independence movement. But it's very much a movement where it's everyone is out to get us. Yeah. And this is just another ploy by the unionists who want to derail Scottish independence. And so, yeah, of course, they get two women to bring up complaints from four years ago to someone who no longer runs the party or is even a politician.
1: Yeah. Well, so let's let's look at that as it is. He's out, he's out of the party already. He already has no seat, so he's not tied to it. So if you feel the need to support him because of his independence views just stop feeling the need to support him because of the try and be objective rather than tying your views to a to a face.
0: Okay, well we're going to move on to some TV news first of all and we'll start with some of the best news I've read in a long long time. Are you are, are you ready for this? Okay, let's go. The upcoming season of The Big Bang Theory will be the last for the Warner Brothers produced comedy.
1: <gasps> it's over.
0: We are free. James
1: It is done. It is over. Everything is complete. Finn, It's going to... I've been waiting for this day since I stopped watching this show a very long time ago. <laughs>
0: okay. Can I just say, I'm sorry if you like the show, but you are wrong. This show is terrible and is very, very... In fact, it's just not funny. It's just not a funny show.
1: At all. I enjoy it when it doesn't have the laugh track. It adds a certain amount of humour to the show. <laughs> no,
0: Yeah, it's funny when you watch it with the, with the laugh track taken off it because you just realise at that point how bad it is.
1: Yeah, well, no, I'm sure some of you out there, let me just, let me try and be the supportive one on the podcast for once. <laughs> some of you out there just might want to have some light TV that doesn't challenge you on any level. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with cultural references, whether accurate or not, that you can tie yourself to and that's good if you want to be eating your your pizza for breakfast and watching some old reruns of big bang in the morning i'm not going to judge you but i'm sorry this is the last season You'll, you're going to have to find an another program to watch while eating your breakfast pizza
0: the only thing i'd say for the show is that obviously it was enormously successful indeed It drew huge audiences in the States. The cast were paid a ridiculous amount of money. Huge amounts of money. And obviously the cast do have a certain amount of camaraderie and that's why the show works.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure for them, whatever day they're rapping on will be hugely emotional. and I'm I'm happy that they've had the experience. I hope they all get to move on to good projects. But just let this be known that... Just because everyone in the world likes a thing doesn't necessarily mean it was good.
0: (laughs) So we say goodbye to the Big Bang Theory. We we also say goodbye to Mr. Robot, James. We do.
1: A A TV show that is actually good. Okay, so
0: yeah, from one show which is terrible to one which is actually not terrible. Hey according to James because i have yet yet to watch it it, but that may be rectified in the near future
1: Yeah, it's available to you in the UK on Amazon Prime, I don't know about the rest of the world
0: the world of Mr. Robot uh, will be collapsing in on itself one last time with the upcoming fourth season basically the writers have have said that uh, they never envisaged it being a particularly long running show Mm -hmm. and so season 4 will be the end James you have watched the show extensively is season 4 the right place to end it?
1: oh I hope so I don't want. I don't want more than than will be good. If they think they can make a good fourth season and they can make it end well at the end of season four, I'm happy because because more shows need to finish when they're still good. Okay. And if this one manages to do that, it's a point in the book.
0: This is very much a quick fire episode. We're going to fire on to some very brief TV trailers. Coming first, Iron Fist season two. Yes. <laughs> okay. For anyone who uh, maybe missed. The ranting and raving from several episodes ago, several months back. Iron Fist Season 1 did not go down well on this show.
1: No, not with either of us.
0: It was without doubt the worst Marvel TV show they've done. It's certainly on Netflix. I couldn't speak for Inhumans, but uh, yeah, in the Marvel marvel adaptations on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah, Inhumans. I forgot that show <laughs> existed.
0: Uh-huh. Iron Fist Season <laughs> 1 sucked. Let's have a quick listen to the Season 2 trailer. I fought my
1: brother. There is no changing what happened. <laughs> You feel that you can just walk through this world as if it belongs to you. The Iron Fist is not a weapon to be held, it is to be used. Now you'll give me what's mine, brother. <laughs> James, I want to hear what you think of this. Hmm, right, so it looks like they've tried harder for season two. I'm gonna throw that one out over there. The brief glimpses we have of the fight choreography. They look, it looks better already. It does. He's he's got costume of some kind or other rather than just walking about in a hoodie, which is which is a good thing. We're moving more towards him having an actual superhero costume, which I would like if he's got his clothes like bandana, his yellow bandana situation. Yeah. Eventually, that would be great. You know, if we look to Luke Cage and some of the other recent shows, which weren't all amazing, I have enjoyed some of the slow downiness, the slow dialogue more than others, but. It shows signs that they're caring more about what characters say and when. So there's some hope, I believe, for this for this season.
0: The one thing I'd say from this trailer is it very much just looked to be Yellow Fist versus Red Fist.
1: Yeah, which is... <laughs> Not their, not their fault in a way, because this is an established character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, we already knew him. This was his name. He, the, like, this was guaranteed to be a thing at some point in the future of the Marvel TV series. But, um, but yeah, it is currently looking like Yellow Fist versus Red Fist, but possibly Black Panther-esque. Red Fist comes in and becomes the best, and then he's Yellow Fist has got to work his way up.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, I can see that happening. I just feel it's a shame because. The character of Red Fist, whoever his actual name is. Davos? Davos. I was going to say Davros, but that's... uh, I think it's just
1: Davos. (laughs) Davros is Doctor Who.
0: Something completely different. He was one of the most dull characters of the first season, so they're going to have to do some major work to make it interesting.
1: Yeah, he was very flat, and a lot of the acting was in the first season, so hopefully with this one maybe having a bit more time and some different people in charge, some of those problems will be set aside i just i still just want more ward i like him
0: okay all right let's go to another trailer uh the penultimate one from the tv section here Uh, true detective season three is officially coming to your screens james to the great cheers of many now i am excited for this the first season with matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson yeah won so many awards was well received by basically everybody Mm -hmm. second season Mm -hmm. with vince vaughn Ashton, I was going to say Ashton Kutcher. No, Taylor.
1: Taylor Kutcher.
0: Taylor Kutch. Taylor Kitch. There we go, or something like that. I can't remember his name. Taylor. Taylor something. It was not so well received. No. This one though has Mahershala Ali. Yeah, and who, uh, you
1: know he's a dream.
0: Is uh, has been directed by Jeremy Solnier, who did two of my favorite slash most violent films in the last five years: Green Room and Blue Ruin. Blue Ruin, in particular, is excellent. Right. Let's have a quick listen to this trailer.
1: My job. There's no certainty. In this case. It's more haunting than anything. I want to know the whole story.
0: James. Uh, yes. Coleman, just give me a, 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 your comment on uh, Mahershala Ali's voice
1: here. He's He's being two different ages of person relatively well. I could understand all the words he was saying, which is a good thing for any TV show. I do want... I, I'm going to skip on to talk about more than just his voice. I, I like the intensity of this trailer. And I like that it kind of doesn't give much away about the, the moral of the show. Yeah. Or where it's going to be on that scale. I'm excited, Colin. It's out
0: in January next year.
1: I'm excited for that I think, time.
0: I think the show, just from even just from watching the trailer, and I did like the trailer has perhaps realized where it went wrong in the second season and has tried to go back yeah. to what worked in the first yeah. one
1: so it hasn't recast Vince Vaughn it has what not they've done to fix the show yes
0: and no, and that's no slight against Vince Vaughn like he's in uh he was in a a recent film where he was a skinhead inside a prison I can't remember what it was called I think cell block d and he's excellent in that but you compare him to Matthew McConaughey Woody Harrelson even on his best day he's still not going to be even remotely close to their kind of caliber but marshall Ali very yeah. much is
1: yeah he's he can bring he can bring a lot of weight to a character
0: okay last trailer before we get to the movie news sunny in
1: philadelphia oh, it's always sunny in philadelphia you know that's fine too it's
0: always sunny in philadelphia uh thank you james has a trailer for its i want to say 12th season
1: 13th 14th 13th who season? knows they've got a thousand seasons
0: Okay, Hit play. Do your job as you would normally, and I will jump in if you cross over into sexual harassment. Excuse me, sir. Have you? Why did you do that? She came at me, and that was sort of my instinct. That was amazing. Sonny.
1: James, this this trailer is a bit mad. It is a bit mad. The, yeah, I, it's always Sunny. It keeps getting a, a bit more and more mad. I think season on season. it's found a way to continue to be funny, though, which is what I like about this show. It didn't stop being funny.
0: Well, I was going to ask, is this the point, you know, if you're on your 13th, 14th, whatever season, whatever number season, is it time to give it up now?
1: Do you start just like throwing in extreme stuff to see what you can get away with before quitting? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff in this trailer, I'm just like, there is no other show I can think of which would get away with this.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's always funny. People who like it, love it, and people who don't like it are disgusted by it on many levels. I'm, I'm excited. Based off seeing this and seeing the direction they're going with some of the humour, it doesn't look like they're going for cheap stuff. It looks like they're still being somewhat clever and making fun of comedy like they always do. They always find a fun way to make fun of the industry. So they're doing that already and within the trailer. So I am excited
0: okay we need to uh crack on through this movie news let's start with bond 25 we talked about last week danny boyle leaving the project due to creative yep. differences uh-huh. and now it's been pushed back yes until sometime in late 2020 that's at least over a year
1: when your film that you're making loses a director and you got a new guy taking over and that means that they've got to basically work from the ground up again you probably should push your films back, your yeah. release dates back. Much like they should have done with The Hobbit if they're going to make it at all. And when they started all over, they probably should have just taken their time. Much like they've done with many films, they should have just taken their time instead of cycling through directors and trying to hit a schedule. Just invest the money, make it good, you'll make your money back. So, you know, I'm not, I'm okay with this.
0: The, the issue it leaves for me is that Daniel Craig is going to be significantly older by the time He's not he gets getting I, any younger he yet. is not getting any younger likewise ourselves james are not getting any younger But
1: maybe i'm approaching the good age to to be james bond
0: <laughs> well absolutely you just need to change your second name you're so that's kind of what
1: they're waiting for here they're waiting for the perfect actor to come along and take up the mantle
0: and if they're looking for a hello well spoken yeah moustachioed... Oh, that's true, actually. ...islander to play James Bond. I don't know why that took me so long to think of. Do you
1: want a skinny white boy? (laughs) Yes. I'm in.
0: Okay. Uh, Another film which has been delayed by a year is the Top Gun sequel, which also earlier this week (laughs) casted... ...John Hamm and Ed Harris uh i like john Hamm. both big names actually for that film it's been delayed it's called top gun maverick by the way
1: named after one of the primary characters indeed it's maverick
0: its sequel has been shifted by basically an entire year so we will not see that until 2020 uh summertime this is apparently because it will give the filmmakers a chance to work out the logistics of presenting flight sequences with new technology and planes Ooh,
1: nice so they're they're trying to film it in cool ways.
0: Essentially, that's what I, I get from this is that they're trying to film it in like a cool new way and they need another year to, to work out how to do that.
1: I'm okay with that. That's a pretty good reason to delay your film to make it look okay. good and stuff.
0: Uh, to finish off our trifecta of delays, do you want to guess which Marvel film's now indefinitely delayed? Spiderman. It's not Spiderman or Spuderman, No, it's Guardians of the Galaxy 3, you twit.
1: Oh, man, I can't believe I got that one wrong. It's uh, yeah. right on my screen on the run order. <laughs>
0: don't spoil the magic
1: for people sorry people
0: okay this is because of the james gunn fiasco we all kind of knew it the n- one name by the way which is being lined up we haven't talked about this is taika watiti oh who obviously obviously did thor ragnarok which both yeah. of us loved
1: yeah, yeah 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 get rid of james gunn taika needs to do all of marvel
0: <laughs> and honestly like he is the one name i've looked at and be like you know what yes i do think he could do it
1: yeah fire everyone make um, him do all the films
0: okay but that is now been indefinitely delayed. Let's talk some casting news. Star Wars 9 yes. has cast the former Doctor, Matt Smith. I'm sorry, when I say former Doctor, I mean he used to play Doctor, the Doctor in Doctor, in Who. doctor Who. He didn't yeah. used to formally be a Doctor.
1: He never has been in his life a Doctor. <laughs> Matt Smith is in
0: Star Wars. James, go.
1: I mean, maybe they're trying to subvert more expectations and cast a posh British guy as not the bad guys. Imagine if they did that in Star Wars. Ooh, boys.
0: No chance. No, There's absolutely no chance
1: he is. But you is... think he's just going to be another generic evil British guy. They've seen Dole Gleason and his
0: performance in Star Wars 7 and 8. Yeah. And they've been like, he's good, but we need another one just... who's less ginger and has a funnier face.
1: I don't quite see how they've got space for more key roles in the final film on a nine-part series.
0: He's, yeah, because he's, he's co- it's called a key role. So clearly it's... Yeah. It's not just like, oh, sorry, this is this army commander who's been hiding the whole time.
1: I don't want a new big big guy to try and learn his motivations off and then the whole series is over half an hour later. Stop introducing new people. Just fin- finish the series and then start making good films.
0: Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Please.
1: And, and Kathleen Kennedy and your <laughs> casting team. Great. And your writing team.
0: Yep. You finished? Yeah great okay once upon a time in hollywood that's not the start of the next link that's literally the name of tarantino's it's, next film yeah once upon a time in hollywood has now cast uh lena dunham is kind of the main name out of the last 12 that have been
1: cast to this movie yeah that's a, it's a pretty big cast it's, it's a pretty beefy cast so this is the
0: story which is currently filming uh has been for the last couple of months and it's about the manson family the or rather the manson murders yes so you already have, uh, I mean, this week you've added Lena Dunham, Mayhawk, Austin Butler, Lorenza Izzo, but you've already got DiCaprio and yeah. Margot Robbie in two of the main roles. Of course, Brad Pitt, he's also in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a Tarantino film.
0: Burt Reynolds.
1: Everyone likes a bit of Burt. And
0: even Damian Lewis, Dakota Fanning, Al Pacino, Scoot McNary, who is awesome, Zoe Bell, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, Kurt Russell, James Marsden, and Timothy Olyphant. That's mental. That's just and that's just some of the cast.
1: Yeah, who knows what he's gonna do with them
0: all. I presume
1: most of them will die. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Let's be honest here. Anyone that's listed as like cult member number something.
0: He is also he has also cast uh, Charles Manson, who's being played by Damon Herriman, and everyone says who? And that's probably oh, wait, because so, yeah. that's who? that's what that's what he wanted. Someone who clearly no one had ever recognised. It's like, oh, it's that guy from that TV show that everybody knows.
1: Yeah, this is going to be his his role. He's going to be Manson. No pressure then. Forever and always. No, no, it's fine. Oh, then again, Tarantino's the kind of director that gets a performance out of anyone. Um, it's Sometimes with unusual means.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Okay, well, we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure there'll be a trailer on the horizon. Let's talk uh, Fortnite, James. Let's uh, <gasps> leave the movie world behind. Games. And go to games. we were talking about games for a while, actually. The gaming yeah. director of Fortnite has now criticised Google as irresponsible over the way it dealt with a flaw in Fortnite. Now, just to, to sum this up, James, before you I let you have at it... Yep, do your thing. Google basically published and told the world about a flaw in the game before they told the actual designers of the game how to fix it. And before the, the actual designers had a chance to fix the game, Google was like, hey, everybody, look! There's a big flaw over there.
1: yeah, And it's not the first time they've done it. So Google are pretty angry right now at the old whoever owns Fortnite, who I've forgotten the name of, because Fortnite decided not to put their app on the Play Store. So Google isn't getting 30% of every purchase made in yeah, Fortnite yeah, exactly. mobile app. So Google's angry. And I think that that led them to... to to immediately inform the public of a potential flaw in the installer rather than try and fix it and then make it public. They could have made it public after the fix. And then the guys behind Fortnite would have still got a bad name. Epic Games would have still got a bad name for their for their bad installer. I, I feel like potentially it's related to the thing, to the beef that is currently ongoing between <laughs> the two companies.
0: It seems also awful, aw- awfully petty,
1: to be honest. Well, it's petty until you realize that Fortnite's like the game that is making all the money right now. And Google's losing out on their what they would consider fair share because the Fortnite are, the Epic are getting it installed on phones without Google's cut. But I'm all for it. I'm all for Epic in this situation. Google is one of the evil giants now, so take them down. Yeah. Everyone, whenever you use any search engine that is not Google, call it Google anyway. And they'll lose their copy. They'll use their trademark on the word. <laughs>
0: Okay, right. Moving on very quickly. We're running out (laughs) of time here. Uh, Elon Musk, the uh, much-maligned Tesla boss...
1: favourite mental millionaire. Billionaire. (sighs)
0: Absolutely. Trillionaire. Uh, He's gone back on his pedo claims. Now, we talked about this a few weeks ago when he... uh, Initially, he claimed that this uh, British diver was a pedo. He 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 played a pretty instrumental role in rescuing the the Thai boys from a cave.
1: That's the diver, not Elon. Elon built a tube. Yes, Elon built a tube and
0: said it would work. The diver said, no, it wouldn't. Stick it when the, where the sun don't shine. And, uh,
1: and then Elon became a teenage boy.
0: Yes, indeed. But this week on Twitter, he's uh, replied to a tweet, and he said, you don't think it's strange? The diver hasn't sued me. He was offered free legal services. Did you investigate at all? I'm guessing answer is no. Why? And the tweets are still online.
1: Yeah, you can still see them. This is... Uh, I just don't understand his thought process at all. How has he made so much money? I'm, I don't think he's been like this forever is a problem. I think right now he's working too many hours, is in the spotlight too much, and probably has a drug problem or two. <laughs> Whether or not those drugs are legal or illegal, I am not saying. Um, and it's led to him being a bit unpredictable. And in this case, he's trying to re accuse the diver of being a pedo without actually saying it by suggesting that the diver isn't suing for defamation because he really is one. Sadly though, the lawyer that the diver has actually employed to sue has posted on Twitter the letter informing Elon of their intent to sue. So, sorry Mr. Musk. You're going to have to work your internet points back up some other way.
0: Okay, moving very quickly on Theresa May. Has been on a uh, a business trip to Africa to show the world that Britain isn't all kind of weird white people. And has then proceeded to dance <laughs> like your gran slash your da.
1: I think my dad and gran can dance better than that. This
0: just goes back to our whole discussion about 40 episodes ago when it's like Theresa May trying to endear herself to people. And somehow thinks that there's, there's dancing. If you haven't seen the dancing, by the way, just Google Theresa May dancing. It's it's uh, horrifying. It's like you shudder a little bit when you watch it.
1: Well, yeah, but it's also just like me dancing or anyone else dancing who can't. <laughs> but the difference is we don't do it on TV while representing our countries. Maybe she watched The Crown season two because in that, the Queen danced and got <laughs> in Africa and got very popular for it. And she thought, hey, this is my chance didn't work out
0: <laughs> no it didn't work out okay moving on we'll talk we can talk about actual like brexit and stuff at some other point let's talk about goats yeah, instead can we just
1: acknowledge the fact that we're talking about going to africa to help africa fix itself so that we can get rich off the back of that thing? thank you very much please
0: a uh, point acknowledged that's all
1: our main point for helping africa is so that our businesses can prosper and also maybe Africa, but mostly our business.
0: Okay, thank you for that, James. Let's move on penultimately to uh, the news that in Scotland now, sanitary products are basically free in lots of places. For
1: well, in places that are particularly you would find students and or school pupils.
0: This is good, right? This is good news.
1: Well, I don't really see any way this isn't good news. Because when it comes to providing for people's basic hygiene you'd probably expect most well-off countries to do it. We're relatively well-off. It's not going to cost a lot to provide the, the basic hygiene for people, and we're just expanding from providing toilet paper, you know, running water and soap and stuff like that, to also providing something that people can't opt out of. So let's just say it's good. If 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 you disagree that, that it's good and you think that school people shouldn't have easy access to sanitary products, then do let us know don't worry, this doesn't mean that the rich people up the street from you are going to be getting them delivered through their mailbox. This is currently just for people who are studying and poor and or have no money.
0: I think I saw uh, an online response to this. It was, of course, a man saying, hey, if women or girls get free sanitary products, why don't we get free pints?
1: I'm just going to throw this one out there. If you, Mister person on the internet, if we want to walk in and grab yourself a tampon. I'm pretty sure you'll be allowed to as well. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the rules. I. I think as long as you can get to them, they're yours for free. Just take in as many as you need and no more, please.
0: Delightful. Let's finish you up this week, shall we? Very quickly, news and brief before I talk about goats. Amazon are now employing some of its its staff to tweet nice things about Amazon.
1: Amazon, who are going through some PR messes at the moment because they have basically slaves for staff in their warehouses and have people almost dying in their warehouses, are trying to do the whole propaganda thing. Positive propaganda by employing some of their staff to say good things about them on the internet. This isn't surprising at all. I, I I expect probably all of the big companies who underpay their staff do this actively.
0: Interesting. Okay, it's, and
1: it's it's a pretty disgusting habit, though.
0: Can I call? It, can I talk about goats now?
1: Tell me about goats, Colin.
0: Hey, well, James, glad you asked. Scientists have found that goats are drawn to humans with happy faces. Basically, the results suggest that uh, animals, a wider range of animals than previously thought, can read people's moods. Uh, so it's not just dogs and dolphins.
1: Hey, so anybody out there who's maybe got a fear of goats, practice your sad face.
0: <laughs> well, basically, yeah, essentially, the researchers showed goats, pairs of photos of the same person. One of them was angry, the other was a happy, and the goats apparently made a beeline, or a goat line, for the happy faces. Oh, uh, no. I mean, my question really out of all this is, why are scientists being like, you know what, we need to find out if goats like happy people. Here's... As here's an experiment. Goats, go at it.
1: Oh, man. Um, to understand how simple a brain can be before things like facial recognition is too, too difficult, which helps us understand maybe kids' brains and also maybe even computer stuff. How complicated is it to see a smile? Here's the answer. It is goat complicated. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> goat complicated and therefore an episode title was born.
1: No, that's a terrible title. Really? <laughs> you can you can do whatever you please, Colin. You're the you're the you're the captain. Okay,
0: well we'll wait and see. Uh James, is there anything else to add before we finish up because time is away. Time is gone.
1: We got some follow up follow up or some feedback feedback. A couple yes, let's, of weeks let's ago. Talk about it. A couple of weeks ago we spoke about Disney not casting a gay actor as its new gay character in its uh next film. And we were a bit against the uproar in the community at this. There's some uproar because people are saying that they should exclusively cast a gay actor yeah. in the, as this gay character. And then we received some follow-up to say that positive discrimination is good, which we agree with. We received some follow-up to the follow-up, which is that potentially, let's say, positive discrimination that will lead to typecasting is something to avoid, which I also okay. agree with. So, so overall here, this this now three-week or four-week topic seems to be complicated let's all just try and get fair representation for all actors across the board let's be careful with our positive discrimination it's not always going to be the easy solution we think it is how does that sound colin i tried to speak well
0: that was very eloquently put actually and a a very well suggested and rounded point and a great place to end the show so thank you listeners
1: because you have broadened our horizons
0: and please keep those kind of comments and feedback coming because that's what we
1: like we like discussion. <laughs> Keep them to yourself. I'm right all the time. <laughs> no, that's only me, James. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank
0: you, everybody, James. I'll see you. Uh, i see you next week.
1: We'll see. We'll see you soon. Yeah, soon. Everybody out there, we'll talk to you soon. Just hold on, hold on to your boots. Goodbye, Elon.